Welcome to the Pathway to Paradise podcast, a personal development podcast designed to help you to heal, grow, and connect to your soul. I'm your host, Kayla Parody, and here we simplify the spiritual through authentic conversations that guide you to your soul's purpose. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pathway to Paradise podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about money mindset. And I'm so excited to dive into this episode because this is something that since I started my business, I have learned so much about. And I want you to know that no matter where you come from, no matter what your story is with money, no matter your childhood or you know the, the situations that you may have experienced with money in the past, you can let that story change. You can change your mind. You can change your mindset about money so that you can be comfortable with making more money, saving money, spending money, etc. All right, so let's start off with that. Let's go ahead and take anything from your past, anything that you're holding in this moment that's making you feel maybe guilt, fear, shame, confusion, or even like a resistance to money, any of that, let's just try and let it go in this moment. Just take a deep breath with me. Inhale, exhale, anything from the past, feel free to let it go in this moment. Let this moment be new. Let this episode be the time that you get to decide to change your money story, to change how you feel around money. And I feel that this conversation is really important right now because of what we're going through economically. Over here in Canada, where I'm at in New Brunswick, there's a lot of like inflation in things like grocery prices. And so prices everywhere are going up. And then we're not seeing much for like wage increases. And this is pretty much the same across the board. And then of course we had like big hits from the past couple of years, all of the different global events taking place, Markets are really changing. Systems are really changing. And so this is a great time to rewrite your story and kind of take control because now would be a really wise time to do that. As things are shifting and changing, you get to take the reins and make new decisions when it comes to money. I think that a lot of us have been made aware that if we don't learn how to make more money, then we probably will struggle with the way things are going. Like if we just look at the economic trajectory, if we do not learn how to increase our salary or the amount of money that's coming in, um, a lot of us are going to be faced with some problems. And so that's why I wanted to bring this conversation to the table so that you can change your mind around how money flows to and through you and hopefully make some big changes and become a total magnet to attract more money into your life. So I want to go ahead and dive into scarcity mindset, what that is and what I see in my personal experience and then also in the work that I do with other women. So a lot of times what I see when it comes to money is women tend to hold a lot of guilt around money. So spending money, even on things that they need, like groceries or school supplies or clothes for the kids 
or things for the house to make the house maybe more comfortable or make it more safe. They just have a lot of guilt around spending money. And especially if their salary is smaller or if they're maybe like a stay-at-home mom and they're not able to contribute financially. I also see this branching off into this kind of... um Maybe you're in partnership, like you're married or something, but still as um, as a woman, you're feeling like you have to make all the money to pay for what you need without using any of your partner's money. Because again, there's that like guilt and scarcity programming there. So I've seen a lot of that in my work. And there's even been times when... People will book a reading or a session with me and they'll open up and they'll say, oh my gosh, I just, I felt so bad to spend money on myself in this way, like to book a reading, Um, you know, when things are tight or even just, even if things are fine, sometimes people still have that guilt around spending the money on themselves in that way because they feel like it's not something that's serving the whole family or it's not something practical like groceries or whatever. And so they have that guilt there. And then it's like, we just have a conversation and say, you know what, but is it worth it? And it always ends up being worth it because the transformation and the healing that comes out on the other side, it's always worth the money, right? It's always worth that investment. This guilt and pressure that we put on ourselves as women, it comes, a a lot of it comes from systemic programming. And then it can even be your own personal situation in your past where you kind of feel like you have to prove yourself, right? In order to be worthy of spending money. And I want to come back really quickly to you know, groceries, buying things for the house and having that guilt around even spending money on those things. One thing that has helped me shift my mindset around that is if you had a job, say you were working in like a cafeteria or you were a cook in a kitchen or something, and it was your job to make sure that the fridge was stocked. It was your job to make sure that all the supplies, all the ingredients were there, you would get in trouble if you didn't buy those things and you didn't keep that inventory and you didn't kind of keep a handle on it, right? You would be expected to go ahead, spend the money, order the food, order the ingredients, the things that you need, and keep that kitchen stocked. So it shouldn't be different when you are a mother and you're managing the home, right? And this is true for um, cleaning supplies, school supplies, kids' clothes, etc. You know, that's your responsibility, and you don't need to hold any guilt or any pressure on yourself for spending money in that way. There are always opportunities to save money and be frugal and look at your options and see, you know, maybe I can get this similar thing for a little bit less money, etc. But don't ever feel bad for buying the things that you need to buy for you and your family. Guilt and shame is one of the lowest vibrational frequencies. And the second that it comes into your field, and I say this all the time, 
you got to see that as a red flag. If you're starting to feel bad about something, you have to pause and ask yourself, whoa, am I taking accountability for something I don't need to? Am I taking responsibility for something I don't need to? Am I putting extra pressure on myself based on this kind of false idea that I have to be perfect or setting this crazy standard for myself or even feeling pressure from other people, from your partner, from your parents, from society, from your friends, you know, that peer pressure wanting to be just like them or whatever, do things the way that they do. Ask yourself where the feelings of guilt are coming from and if it's actually yours to carry or if it's a projection like I talked about in last week's episode. And then you gotta let that guilt go. You do not want to be carrying guilt in your system when you're working with money because then that leads to all kinds of other emotions and can create patterns that are are detrimental, like they're very damaging um, to having a healthy relationship with money. Like as you could just imagine, if you're feeling bad around spending money on groceries or whatever it is that you need, if you have that guilt and you're holding it around in your body, Then all of a sudden, when you feel stressed and triggered, you may find yourself like impulse shopping or making reckless or irresponsible decisions just because you can't deal with the pressure, the amount of pressure that you're either putting on yourself or maybe somebody else or society is putting on you. So you have to disconnect from that. Another thing I want to talk about with the guilt and money mindset is that a lot of women actually have guilt for wanting more, for not being grateful for what they have. They they frame it as this kind of like it's a selfish thing to want more money. But like I said in the beginning, in today's time and based on what we're going through, it would actually be a really smart and really beneficial thing for you to want more money and come up with ways to make more money for you and your family. It's not a selfish thing. It's actually kind of a noble thing in a lot of ways based on what we're up against in the future. Now, another thing that has really helped me with money mindset and making it a practice, so making it something that I look at often, you know, whether that's daily or weekly, is actually starting to make it fun. So if there's any part of you that dreads looking at your bank account or opening up your banking app or looking at how much money is being spent, how much money you're saving, etc., or having money conversations, if you have that kind of resistance, one way that you can really, really help yourself and upgrade your money mindset is by making it fun. You can make little money dates with yourself where it feels exciting and it feels expansive to look at your money and see what it's doing, even if it's not exactly where you want it to be. So do this in a way, like design this in a way that works for you. Some of the things that I do, and this is kind of more relevant to my type of business, but just maybe tweak it if you want to use some of my my tips here, tweak it in a way that works for you. But what I like to do is I like to look at 
the sales that come in. So I usually do this. Sometimes it's it goes on to a daily frequency. Other times it's more like a couple times a week, just depending on what's going on. But what I like to do is I like to look at what sales have come through from my business and then which offers sold and sold well and which ones didn't. So that gives me a bit of reflection around what I want to create in the future, what I see is kind of hot and selling well, and then also maybe table or sunset the things that are not selling, right? Or or look at from a marketing perspective, what's the messaging behind it? So so you can have fun with it that way if you like that kind of thing. So I like to look at money in, where it's coming from and why and how that's working. And then also from there, how do we expand it? How can we open up to receive more money without having to work more? And that's key, especially if you're a woman like me, a mother, you've got, well, for me, I've got three kids, you've got household responsibilities, you've got all kinds of other things going on. You you probably don't have the capacity to add more to your workload. Um, so it's not about working harder. It's about working smarter. It's about looking at ways where you can actually expand your wealth, bring in more money without having to work more. And that can be fun if you are a creative person and you like to look at things that way. Like I said, this is kind of more tailored to me and my life just because I'm an entrepreneur and that's my personal experience as well as that's a lot of the people that I work with are kind of in that same field. So I'm speaking to that. But if that's not your scenario, tweak it in a way that works for you. So basically you're looking at the money in, you're doing some reflection and then you're allowing for some kind of creative, imaginative visions coming through on how you can make more money in a smarter way without having to work harder. And when I do this, I set up my space in a way that makes it feel fun for me. So that includes like a candle, incense, a nice special drink, like maybe a tea, or if it's hot outside, I'm going to have something with like ice cubes and something like fizzy or colorful and maybe put some fun music in the background, but make it enjoyable for you. Don't make it stressful. And if you find yourself, if you ever catch yourself in a moment where you're about to open your banking app and there's a part of you that's like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to look at it. Pause, rearrange your environment, make it fun, make it inviting for you, make it juicy, playful, whatever, and then take a look at it. Try to shift your environment so that you can change your energetic state. That's That simple act alone is going to rewire your mind because it will create this new kind of like energetic frequency around how you approach money. If you follow that feeling, that initial feeling where it's like, oh, I don't even want to look at it. And then you're like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to go in and do it. And you do that and you go in your app with that energy you're creating that pattern within your brain where it's like stress, avoidance, get in, get out. And that will create more patterns of disruption around your money mindset. So in order to change it, we want to do it in a way that's fun and it's expansive and it's creative for you. 
and it's exciting for you. Another thing I want you to be really careful about is the conversations you have around money. And this can be internal conversations, so your own thoughts, your own stories, your own narrative that's playing in your head that you are responding to and the universe is also responding to at all times. Pay attention to what stories are are going on or coming out of your mouth. Like if you're finding yourself saying things like, oh, there's never enough, oh, you know, this this is going to be a problem or, you know, those kinds of things, or I don't know what to do about this. I'm just so stressed or whatever. Pay attention to those conversations. Pay attention to the communication that's taking place. And then also notice when you get in conversations with other people, what are your relationships mirroring to you in regards to money mindset and relationship with money? What do the people closest to you think about money? Also, another thing that would be really important to pay attention to is the relationships in your life currently. Think of the ones that are closest to you. If you were to make more money, if you were actually starting to increase your income and they knew about it, how would they respond? And I want you to pay attention to that set boundaries where you need to and protect the conversation around money that's playing in your mind. People can say and do whatever they want to. You just need to decide if it's going to bother you, if it's going to trigger you and get you following their same mindset patterns or not. So these stories, these communications are great opportunity for you to decide What kind of conversations do I want to be having around money? Do I want to be saying things like, whoa, there's just so much coming in. I don't even know what to do with it. Like, this is amazing. Look at all of these sales. Look at, look at how much I'm able to save. Look at how much I'm able to invest. Look at that debt going down, et cetera. Are those the conversations and stories you want to have? Or do you want to be feeding into other people's stories? the scarcity stories, and maybe stories from your past. Give yourself the power to choose and to decide what conversations land at your table because you have the power to hear them. They can come in, but you don't have to pick them up. You don't have to accept them and you don't have to hold them. You can let them go. You can decide what you want to believe for you and the conversations you want to have around money. Now, here's one thing, and this might be the final tip just to wrap things up around money mindset. I'm going to make this a nice, quick episode. One more thing, you know, people who make good money or um, maybe have achieved some level of success, when you ask them, what's your story? How did you do it? The response you're typically going to get is something along the lines of, I just did it. Like, I just did it. I just knew what I wanted and I did it. And when I used to hear that kind of response, I used to get so maybe like confused. It's like, but how? But, you know, all the buts. What, how did it, how did it look? You know, how did you actually do it? What, what were the steps? 
And what I've come to learn is that the less amount of worry, the less amount of like stress and importance or weight you put on yourself, the easier your success becomes. So the stress, the worry, the pressure actually creates resistance to abundance, creates resistance to the success you want. You actually end up pushing it away in those moments. It's when you're able to just move forward towards your goals with uh, not letting outside interference stop you or change your mind around what you want for yourself, that's when you actually start to win. That's when you start seeing results. That's when you start making more money and seeing more success. You have to decide what you're going to allow bother you. And I want you to really look at this and and think about what's really challenging you around money right now. Just stop for one second. You know, what's stopping you? What's preventing you from making more money? Now, in this moment, your ego is going to insert a story. It's going to insert a narrative like, I can't make more money because I'm too busy with XYZ or I don't know how or I don't have the support. It's going to enforce that lack of mindset. It's going to come forward with a story. And when it does, the second you start to put energy into that story, emotional energy, you start to feel into that story and you feel the sadness and it's like you feel the stress, you feel the guilt, shame, overwhelm, fear, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, you start to feed that story and then it amplifies and then it stops you because it creates patterns of behavior that hold you back from achieving your money goals. And so what you need to do is when the ego comes up with those stories, and sometimes they're very elaborate, and sometimes they're very hard to kind of like just get around because we can be very creative with these pain stories. When they start to come up, just stop. Drop the importance. Stabilize yourself. And this means bringing safety back into your body. This is something I've talked about a lot on the podcast. Regulate your nervous system in some way. For some people, that's going to look like taking deep breaths. For others, it's going to look like going outside, changing your environment. Maybe for some of you, you're writing. But do something that makes you feel calm and safe in that moment. Pull yourself out of the stress energy. Drop the importance And decide what story, what mindset am I going to feed into? Because that's all it is, right? Energy feeds into those narratives. And that's what mindset is. So if you want to change your mindset around money, you have to drop the importance around your pain, suffering, and and blockages to making more money. And you just have to feed more energy 
more thought, more emotion into the stories that fuel your success, that make you feel more abundant, that are the thoughts you want to be feeling and thinking around money. That's the difference. If you spent as much time obsessing on how to make money, how to invite money into your space, how to make money more easily instead of having to work harder, just have it so money is flowing in. If you put your thoughts towards that, if you obsessed about that just as much as you obsess about how money is not working for you and how you've got that that money problem or how you've got that things stacked up against you or you've got that lack of support, if you put as much obsessive thought into bringing more money into your life, it can and will happen for you. I promise you that. But more than likely, what's taking place is there's this imbalance of energy and you are unconsciously feeding into the stories and the thoughts and the mindset around money that's keeping you stuck and pushing away the sales that you want to make or pushing away that money coming in or just keeping you flatlined, making the same amount of money, no matter how hard you work, no matter what new thing you try, it's always the same amount of money and you can't seem to upgrade that. It changes the second you decide to change your mind. So pay attention to the energy, the thoughts, and the emotion that you are feeding into the stories and the mindset that you want to experience. All right, so that's all I have for you today around money mindset. Go check out the link in the show notes. I have for you down there a little PDF workbook called Sales and Success Sequence. This is my exact strategy around money mindset and how to bring in more sales and how to align yourself with that more successful, financially successful version of you. Um, And whether you're an entrepreneur or not, I do believe that this could serve you in some way. So if you want to check that out, go look in the in the links in the show notes, click on that. It's completely free. And I hope that it serves you in upgrading your money mindset. Also, scroll on down to the question box, especially if you're listening over on Spotify and answer the question, what did you think of today's episode? Let me know over on Instagram or on Facebook via message how you enjoyed this week's episode. And don't forget to share it out. And if you have the time and you could, it would be so helpful if you could submit some type of testimonial or five-star review for my podcast because it helps it to get seen by more people. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will catch you back here again next week for another episode of the podcast. Hey Angel, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it out into the world. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials or with a friend, or even better, leave a five-star review. My mission with this podcast is to help as many women as possible to become empowered in their soul purpose dreams, and your support helps me help others. Thank you for being here, and I will see you again next week.